Okay, so the audio's figured out. I got my station. Video's not figured out yet. Doesn't matter. Podcast number zero of Slip and Hook. My name, and I'll, not my name, I will be going as Prince JG. Because aside from popular um, opinion, I do have a life outside of this. And I may say some things on this that may be controversial. Like, I don't know, Ryan Garcia sucks. Um, Ryan Garcia has mental health issues that are impeding him from beating Gervonta Davis. I think Gervonta Davis is going to knock him out. I may say things like that. I will not curse on this, though. I want everyone to know, listening to this, that I am a man of God. I am a Catholic, Christian man, and I will not be cursing. So if that offends anybody, I apologize on behalf of God. And I pray for your souls. But I am a boxing fan, first and foremost. Um, Am I an expert? Close, I'd say close. I say I'm I'm as I'm as close to an expert as all these little YouTube kids that I see online with their little YouTube channels. They're like, "Oh, did you see Jake Paul fight? Who did he fight? He fucking fought Anderson Silva. Freaking fight! I didn't say that for freaking fight. Did you see him fight Anderson Silva? Did you see KSI?" Uh, fucking, freaking, uh, walking outside of a liquor store. He looks so strong. No, these guys are losers. Don't know boxing. What do they know about my boy, Salvador Sanchez? What do they know about my boy, Julio Cesar Chavez? Who do they know about my boy, Juan Manuel Marquez? Yes, Juan Manuel Marquez is more new school, but still, they don't know about it. That's all I remember. I don't remember anyone else. I try to think of someone else. What do, what do they know about my boy Paul Williams? They don't know about Paul Williams. I was going to say rest in peace, but I think he's still alive. I think he just can't walk. But it's close. No, it's not close. You remember? No, he's good. He's doing very well. But that's how I'm going to start this podcast. How is this podcast going to go? What's the format of this? I don't know yet. This is episode zero. I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to take some notes. Probably not take a lot of notes. Enough notes. I'm going to say, hey, this is good. This is not good. But knowing me, I think most of this is going to be very good. Um, so, yeah. No no organization. No notes. No pre-call plans. No podcast plans. If you could see my setup right now. I'm in my apartment. I have a freaking Gatorade Zero on the table. The Canada Dry. What else? I'm sober. For everyone that doesn't know, I'm sober these days. JG is sober. No more alcohol. No more caffeine. No more tobacco products. Tobacco products are of the devil. And I'm Catholic, man. No more anything. Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah. This, you're getting me raw and in the flesh. Raw and in the moment. I was going to say in the flesh, but you're not seeing me in the flesh yet. I am about 228 pounds right now. So I'm going to refrain from posting any videos of me. I may do some cartoon videos where I look very different to what I actually look like in real life. 
much better looking, much fitter, uh, just overall better than what I actually look like in real life. Some may say, oh, JG, you're a catfish. And to those people, I say, yeah, I'm a catfish. I'm fat right now. Okay? I'm a little fat right now. It was rough. It was COVID, right? I'm still, it's, it's the COVID. I mean, yeah, it's 2022, but still, COVID. I could still use that excuse. I'm mentally, I'm still mentally damaged from the years of, from the year of COVID. So yeah, I gained some weight. The code pounds. It's like baby weight. My baby weight. I still have it. I'm not going to lose it. So this is what I want to talk about first and foremost. How did I get started in the boxing game? So I started watching boxing back in, I'd say 2008, 2009. It was really Manny Pacquiao. So I used to be this big MMA guy. You know all these, you know the, the old school MMA guys. Oh, UFC, bro. UFC, bro. UFC, bro. It's like Chuck Liddell. I'm not going to lie. It used to be sick. Back in like 2006, when Chuck Liddell's out there, Tito Ortiz is out there, these guys are busting ass. They were just fighting. No on the ground. None of this jujitsu, wrestling, freaking taekwondo. I don't know if taekwondo's on the ground or not, but none of this sh- stuff. Right? It was all stand-up. Two dudes going back and forth. What was it? Forrest Griffin and that other guy when they fought uh, the Ultimate Fighter. Nate Diaz, Ultimate Fighter days. Those were so sick. What's uh, BJ Penn? Those were good days when UFC was sick. Now it's all these dudes. Are, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. Maybe making stuff up. I'm going to make up a lot of stuff. I don't do social media anymore. I'm going to start doing social media now so I can get some views to this podcast so I'm not just talking to myself but I don't do social media anymore so I don't know what's going on these days with some of these UFC fighters maybe it's really sick I watch some of it but not all of it you know but I'm not about it I'm not about this on the ground like trying to find a position like all these guys, all these freaking UFC nerds, like, oh, dude, you don't get it. You just don't get it. It's like, it's like playing chess. No, you are a loser, sir. You're a loser. UFC is for losers. Don't at me. I'm not going to put my out, my out there. So you can't at me. Don't come for me. Don't find my IP address. I know some of you nerds can do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, but yeah, all these UFC dudes like, I get it. Conor McGregor was sick. I'm about it. No. Boxing's where it's at. So I got into boxing, therefore after. I'd say after like Tito Ortiz those days, I started watching boxing. It was literally Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao came on the scene and just completely took over the world. When he was, when he beat Antonio Margarito, I thought Antonio Margarito was dead. Antonio Margarita was a G. And I know you're like, oh, I thought you were a boxing guy. That's 2008. I'm only, God, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. But I'm not that old. I'm pretty young, relatively. I'm not like these little Gen Z TikTokers. I am a little older than that. But, uh, yeah, 2008, I was probably, I'm not going to tell you how old I was. Because I don't want you to find me. I don't want you guys going and looking at my IP address. So I was young in 2008, Manny Pacquiao destroyed Antonio Margarita. Manny Pacquiao destroyed Oscar De La Hoya. Manny Pacquiao destroyed everybody. Claudia, uh, Mark, uh, was, was Puerto Rican guy. What's that Puerto Rican guy's name? He's bald. He makes out with a fat guy. Him and his fat friend always make out. Darn. His trainer is Miguel Diaz. Darn. Miguel Cotto. 
Miguel Cotto. When he just destroyed Miguel Cotto. He got Manny Pacquiao doing all that. And then Floyd Mayweather comes. Floyd Mayweather was already out there. But again, I, I, I was while Floyd Mayweather was doing this thing, I was watching Tito Ortiz and all these dudes do their thing. Until some other people started coming in. They started like, oh, let's do BJJ. Let's get on the ground and try to find position on the floor. Let's, let's let me get let me get uh, mount. Let me do the mount. Let me get the mount. Let me side mount. I wasn't about it. That's when I was like, you know what? Floyd Mayweather is out there. Beating everybody in style. First Floyd Mayweather fight. I first in live Floyd Mayweather fight. It's not in person, live. I'm not come from money. So live I saw was him against Oscar De La Hoya. Great fight. Great fight for the time. I thought, and I still think, Oscar De La Hoya, I mean, he didn't win. I still think Floyd won, but it was very good close. I don't think it warranted this rematch that Oscar De La Hoya seems to think it did. It was a good fight. Did I think he won? No. But that kind of took Floyd to another level. That went from Pretty Boy to Money Mayweather. Where he's fighting Ricky Hatton. That Ricky Hatton fight was sick. He just made Ricky Ricky Hatton was a beast. He was a little what is he Irish little no he's a British guy, a little British guy. There's only one Ricky Hatton. Smoked. Floyd Mayweather smoked him. Then Floyd Mayweather was smoking everybody. And then that's when I started watching boxing. Alright? Brandon Rios, greatest fighter of all time. Don't at me. Don't find my home address. Brandon Rios is the greatest fighter of all time. Okay? Is this still recording? Yes, it's still recording. This is my first podcast ever, right? So if I make some mistakes, let it be. No context. This is a random episode. You're just getting a little sneak peek into how my brain works. All right? Brandon Rios, greatest fighter of all time. Don't... Come for me. If you don't know who Brandon Rios is, go look at some Brandon Rios fights. You'll find out who he is real quick. He doesn't play. Garden City, Kansas. Oxnar, California. One of the greatest fighters of all time. No defense at all. Blocked every punch with his face. Greatest fighter of all time. Never moved his head once. Never once moved his head Never cut off the ring. He doesn't. He didn't need to cut off the ring. Brandon Reels is the greatest fighter of all time. No head movement. He tried to block some punches sometimes with his gloves. Typically blocked him with his face. Brandon Reels, greatest fighter of all time. Brandon Reels, first fighter uh, I ever saw in person. I think the fight was like, he fought Urbano Antione at the Home Depot Center. Tickets, I think, were 50 bucks for like the front row. No sick. Got to meet Chavez. Got to meet Fernando Vargas. Dude knocked him out in two rounds. It was the best. Yes, and I said rounds. But now that you kind of know a little bit about my background, and this is going to be a short episode, all right? I'm, I, I underestimated how long I could talk because I like to talk, but this is a lot of talking. 12 minutes of talking that I've been doing so far to yourself is a lot, all right? Fast forward today. Who is a star in boxing? I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of why I wanted to start this podcast. 
I feel like boxing as and I not that I feel I believe that boxing is in a at a place where there's just no stars. And when I say there's no stars, there's no one with a big mouth. Canelo is I mean he's he's the, he's one of the best. He's a great fighter. Good-looking guy, very handsome guy. I bet he Betty Fox great guy. Really good looking. Strong, strong little guy. Got his ass with by Bavall. That was that was there at that fight. That was sad. It wasn't even sad. Like everyone, if you were there at that fight, if you were there at that fight, you know everyone knew. Like when they squared up at the center of the ring at that fight, Bavall just looked like a man. Canelo looked like a, like a child. It was literally like an adult. It was like a high schooler fighting a middle schooler. It's like the it's like back in the day. It's like when you're when when like the, the eighth graders had beef with like a freshman in high school. That 8th grader was like the bad 8th grader. He was whooping ass. He was whooping all the 6th and 7th graders' asses. Everyone thought he was hot. He was hot shit. Hot stuff. Not, you know, man of God, I'm sorry. But, man, when they went in there, Baval just, I mean, it, was just, it was, everyone knew Canelo just didn't have it. I thought so, at least. I didn't see Canelo. I mean, he won a couple of rounds, but in all intents and purposes, I mean... For all intents and purposes, Bavall destroyed him. It just felt like it was a man against a child. I don't want to see that rematch. I don't want to see that rematch at all. I think how Bavall looked after fighting Gilberto Ramirez was that was an insane, just beautiful masterclass in boxing. Everything Bavall was doing was just perfect. Defense, offense, footwork, managing the ring. Head movement, it was just class, class act of boxing performance. He was saying after the fight that he wants to fight Usyk. I, I don't think that's a good fight at all for Bavall. I think Bavall should rematch Canelo. He probably wins that fight fairly easy. Does he knock him out? I don't know. I don't know if he knocks him out, but I think it's a very good fight. Canelo didn't look very good against Triple G in this third fight at all. He looked very, very mediocre. And what I what I was thinking while watching the fight was, yeah, he said after the fight that he had some hand issues, which I can I can understand. I mean, he's been fighting for forever. He's been fighting since he was sixteen years old consistently. I don't think he's taken taken many time off. I mean, he was, he's bad. I mean, I remember when he was fighting Ricky Hatton's brother. Like he just was going, 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 just a complete upward trajectory in his career, um, with no breaks. Other than when he just phoned it in against Floyd Mayweather. That was probably the only break I've seen him have. When he just got his ass beat by Floyd Mayweather. Other than that, yeah, I mean, he's been fighting at a high level. I mean, a high level is also debatable. He fought... Who did he fight? Who good did he fight? Who did he beat? I mean, Miguel Cotto was way past it. I mean, Triple G fights, yeah. I mean, but the, fight, the first two were very debatable. After that, who do you fight? Sergey Kovalev? Nah, Sergey Kovalev sucks. Now, sucks now. I mean, Sergey, if you listen to this, don't come for me. But just uh, objectively, you suck. You suck. He sucks. He just did not train for that fight. Sergey Kovalev? Who else? I mean, Sergey Kovalev got dealt by Andre Ward. Everyone knows that. If you don't know that, you should rewatch the fights. Andre Ward, class act. 
after that, who did he, he beat? He beat those British guys. One dude that was like 6'5", but weighed like 115 pounds. Skinny guy. Broke his arm. Daniel Jacobs. I mean, that was a good fight. Daniel Jacobs looked good. Arizona Lara. I mean, he destroyed Amir Khan. That was sad. Poor Amir Khan. Amir Khan can't catch a break. He's just taken out. He's just been taken out for the past like, like 12 years. Since that Maidana fight. After that. I don't think he's won. Has he won? I'm not looking at box rec. Box rec all of a sudden makes you pay to see the boxing records. So I'm not, I'm not, well, maybe one day we'll see if this podcast starts blowing up. <laughs> then I'll start, then I'll start paying for a box rep subscription. But for now I'm just making stuff up again. I'm just going to make stuff up. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Don't correct me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But yeah, Amir Khan, who's he beat in a while? Eric Morales, <laughs> Eric Morales. That was a sick fight. Eric Morales is beating his ass. Other than that, yeah, Canelo hasn't, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know who Canelo's beat. Maybe there's someone out there that I'm forgetting. I know the Triple G fights were good. Other than that, I mean, lots of Floyd. I mean, beat a bunch of good guys. I mean, big guys, but they were not very good, uncompetitive guys. I guess the Billy J. Saunders. The Billy Joe Saunders fight was very good. Billy Joe was out. The thing is, you watch that fight, Billy Joe Saunders was outboxing Canelo. I thought. He was outboxing for a good eight rounds until Canelo just threw a missile at his, at his freaking face. Just destroyed his face, broke his face in a million pieces. That was a good. That was that was a good fight. But that's Canelo though. That's what he. Ever since that Floyd Mayweather fight, he his style. I mean, not even the Floyd Mayweather fight. I apologize. It was the, the Triple G fight. After the triple, the the second Triple G fight, he adjusted from the first to the second fight. But then from the second fight, every fight after that, he just does the same. He was been doing the same thing, just walking walking guys down. Not doing, not throwing any jabs, walking guys down, throwing two punch combinations, counter punches. But if a guy's jabbing and not giving him an opportunity to, to counter punch like Bival did, he's not. I mean, he's not doing very good. So going back to that last Triple G fight, I don't know. He didn't look very good. Maybe it was his hands, or maybe he didn't train. I don't know. But he did not look good at all. So I would like to see him fight. I don't know. Maybe Bavall next. I don't think it's a good fight. I think he should fight Benavidez. I think it's a better fight for him. Because he'll beat Benavidez. Benavidez is very good. Young, strong, Mexican. Mexican-American. Mexican something. I don't know where he's from. He's Mexican. I'm Mexican too. So if no one comes from me, he's like, oh, you're racist. I'm Mexican. All right? Don't come to me with that. Don't come, don't come to me with that shit. <laughs> But I think that's a good fight. Him against Benavides. I think that's a good fight. Same size. Not same size. I mean, Benavides is like 6'4", 6'3". Benavides is young. I think he should stay there, man. Just fight the Benavides. Fight the Charlos. Retire. That's it. Fight the Charlos. Fight Benavides. I saw Charlo. Just a side note on Charlo. Charlo's a big guy. He's like 6. He's like my height. I'm, I'm about 6 foot. Charlo's about six foot. He's a strong guy. And that's a good fight. Charlo has I don't know who's Charlo's fight. Maybe I haven't watched him following boxing as much as I should be. I don't think he... I don't know if he's even fought anybody in the past, I don't know, year or two. But I think that'd be a good fight for Canelo. Canelo, take on Charlo. Maybe fight Benavidez. I don't even know who else. Maybe fight a couple other guys in that weight. Don't fight Baval again. Let Baval fight better Biev. Bavall fights better BF. That's a great fight. 
I haven't seen better be a fight in a while. I haven't seen him fight since he beat um, that Robert Garcia fighter. Uh, not that he wasn't he uh, the the uh, I think Ukrainian guy Max Vadim or uh, something like that. I'm not gonna Google it. I'm not. I'm, if you know it, you know it. The Russian guy. Better be beat his ass. He was good too. Long, long one seventy five pounder. He was also uh, in the Olympics. I don't remember his name. It, it escapes me. But I'd rather see Bavall Betterbeev. I think that's a phenomenal fight. Betterbeev's really, really strong. Great, again, also really strong. I don't want to say dedicated. He's very um, consistent. He is educated. He is very uh, disciplined. He's a very, very disciplined fighter, like Bavall. I think it'll be a very technical fight. A lot of jabs. A lot of posturing, a lot of movement, a lot of in and out. I think Bavall, the way to win that fight is in and out. A lot of head. Bavall fights like a like a big Manny Pacquiao. I think that's how. If he's if he is as athletic as I think he is, and he's as good as I think he is, I think he he wins that fight by fighting in and out. A couple punches here, out. Boom, 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 out. Boom, 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 out. Boom, 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 out. Turn, turn. Staying away. Because Bitterbeef is pretty, he's a strong guy, but he's not really the fastest guy, if my memory is correct. So I think, that's what I think happens in that fight. I think Bavall ends up winning. But it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight to call. That's going to be a great fight. If it happens. If it happens. Bavall needs that fight. Bavall needs that fight. This Ramirez fight was nothing. Ramirez just looked horrible. Horrible. He didn't do anything. I don't know if he trained. I hope he trained. It didn't look like he trained. At all. Maybe he did. He just looked terrible. Maybe it was just a bad fight for him. I'm not the biggest Ramirez fan. So, I don't know. Did he train? Did he not train? He didn't look great. Say that. Didn't look great at all. It looked really bad. Bavard just looked sick. Everything was good. Consistent, like the same thing. Literally the same adjectives. Consistent, disciplined, smooth. He was slick. Man, that was a great, great, great performance. Now, to the heavyweights. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why Tyson Fury is coming back and fighting Derek Chisora. I don't want to really even talk about it. Because he might hear this and kill me. He may call the gypsies. And they may find my IP address. I don't know why I keep saying that. I don't really even know what an IP address is. It sounds it sounds scary that every time all the little nerds online is, oh, I found your IP address. It's probably kind of scary. I think with your IP address, you can find someone's physical address. But I don't care, man. This place is gated. There's a lock on the door. Come at me. Don't actually, though. But do. Um. Anyway, yeah. Tyson Fury, Derek Chisora. I don't know. It's a dumb fight. Tyson Fury, unless he, I mean, he pulls a Floyd Mayweather, it's like, oh, we're going to do an exhibition. It could be good for the fans. Or I don't know, man. Derek Chisora hasn't, man, Derek Chisora got knocked out by David Hay like 10 years ago. Like, I don't even know how he's still fighting. David Hay, David, David Hay lost, got destroyed by Tony Bellew, who got destroyed by someone else. I think I'm destroyed by Usyk. And Derek Chisora is still out here fighting. For his life, he must be—he must have some gambling issues or something. 
I know London, when I was in London a couple of months ago, there's casinos everywhere. So maybe he's a avid gambler and he has some gambling issues. Otherwise, like, bro, why are you still fighting? I feel like he's made a good amount of money um, in those fights. I mean, those that was those were huge, huge fights. I mean, he, and he still fights. He's probably fought like a million times. I think he might be he might be one of the fighters that has fought the most in the history of boxing. <laughs> Not actually, I know, I know. You boxing nerds would be like, oh, but like there's guys that have. Fight. Yeah, I know, but I think Derek Chisora might have five hundred fights. He's been fighting since like like 1975. He's so old. He looks like shit. He looks like absolute shit, but he's still fighting. I don't know how. I don't know how. Do you guys, man, do you remember, I know, but do you remember that, that brawl? That was the sickest. That was, that's when boxing was sick. David Hay, Derek Chisora, post, post fight press conference. You glossed me, bro. You glossed me. That was sick. David Hay was out there fucking fighting demons. He fought everybody in there. Couldn't fight a toe, though. Couldn't fight a toe, but he was fighting everybody in that press conference. That was sick. That's old school boxing. You don't see that anymore. Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua, man. Okay, okay. Go back. Tyson Fury destroys Derek Sora. I don't even know why I brought it up. Anthony Joshua. I've wanted to talk about this for a while because Robert Garcia is one of my favorite trainers of all time. Greatest of all time. Greatest trainer of all time. Greatest fighter of all time, Brandon Rios. Brandon Rios never once blocked a punch. Greatest fighter of all time. He never once moved his head. He doesn't know how to move his head. Don't ask him to move his head. Does he know how to lose weight? No, he doesn't care about losing weight. Brandon Rios doesn't need to lose weight. Brandon Rios shows up to the fight and he fights. Greatest fighter of all time. Don't come for me, but Brandon Rios is grace. I'm saying this because I want Brandon Rios to be a guest on this podcast. I'm going to have to fix it up though. My apartment's a little dirty right now, so if he's going to come here, I'll have to fix it. But uh, Brandon Rios, greatest fighter of all time, never once moved his head, never once took a step back, never once blocked a punch with his gloves or anything, his body, only his head, only blocked punches with his head, greatest fighter of all time. But Anthony Joshua, man, when he when I heard he was going with Robert Garcia, I thought, great move for him. Robert Garcia will show him some textbook boxing skills. You see, any, everyone thinks of Robert Garcia as this... Uh, this trainer of plotting boxers, boxers that can't move their heads. They think Antonio Margarito, Brandon Rios, Brandon Rios, greatest fighter of all time. But they think that they think, oh, he he's he he only trains. Dude, you look at the little guys he has. He has Bam Bam Rodriguez, um, Joshua Franco, Mikey Garcia, um, Virgil Ortiz when he had him. Him when he fought. Him when he fought. Fernando Vargas. Fernando Vargas was trained by his father, who trained him. All very, very educated, sick boxers with just perfect textbook boxing skills. Mikey Garcia is probably one of the most conventional boxers I've ever seen. Just educated, jab, just perfect jab. You watch a, if you've ever watched um, uh, Ricardo Finito Lopez fight, or literally like Juan Manuel Marquez, just perfect boxing. So every every jab, every every straight, every hook. Every step, everything's just perfect mechanics, just textbook boxing. That's Robert Garcia's training. Every single one, even you look at a guy like Hector Tanahara, isn't a great boxer. Yes, I know. Saul Rodriguez, another one of guys that uh, was training young guys. Maybe you don't know if you're not 
uh, I'm a huge Robert Garcia fan, so I know all his little fighters. Like like those little guys, like even those guys, just great, perfect boxing. So when I heard that Anthony Joshua was going there, I thought that's a great move for, great move for Anthony Joshua because Anthony Joshua, I mean, he's I think of Anthony Joshua. I mean, he made it really far. He's a great boxer, but I think of him very much so like a, like a Steve Cunningham, a guy like Steve Cunningham, where Steve Cunningham. And I may be thinking of the wrong guy, but Steve Cunningham was a football player, I think. I might be thinking of someone else. But there was one of these heavyweights back in the day. Like, they would always show him on, what was it, Showtime, Showtime, uh, I don't remember, Showbox. They used to show him on Showbox. Uh, I think it's Steve Cunningham. If it's not, then I don't care. I don't know how to use the internet. I don't have social media. I don't Google. Um, But these guys that got into boxing late, very athletic guys, but that never really learned the fundamentals of boxing. So they, they, they had made it through their career just being physical, just with their physical abilities with enough boxing skill to make it. But you see when Joshua fights guys, when he fought Andy Ruiz, like Andy Ruiz, I remember watching his clips back in like early 2000s um, at the wild card when he was like 15, little fat, little Mexican. I'm Mexican, okay? Don't, I'm not racist. A little fat little Mexican guy, you know, just but sparring just per- again, just like everything's perfect, perfect head movement, perfect technique, just very slick. He big man that fights like a little man, not like I would think a little bit like Mike Tyson, but but he fights more like a like a. I mean, he did at least. I mean, he 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 also could fucking stand to lose some weight, fat fuck. Um, but uh, yeah, when I saw him fight Andy Ruiz, that's when I knew it was like this guy. He's only able to fight like Eastern European boxers, like like uh, like Klitschko, or he isn't very good with these slick slick boxers because he's very rigid. He is a slow, strong, muscular guy with not a lot of smoothness. He's not like a he's not like your typical African American fighter here in in uh, in the states. He's not he's not like a Floyd Mayweather or like a Pernell Whitaker. Or any of these guys that are slick and smooth, or like a like a Charlo, like a like a Danny Jacobs. He is a queen African. How would you say that? Just black guy. He's just black guy. You know, he they're just different. He doesn't fight like he fights like a, like he's from London, like a like a, I don't know, freaking. He doesn't fight good. It's rigid, rigid. He doesn't. He's not smooth. He's not smooth. He's not like he's not like Keith Sweat. He doesn't fight like Keith Sweat. You know, he doesn't fight like Keith Sweat. He fights like Barry Manila. He fights like, like the Bee Gees. No, not even the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees were smooth. He fights like he fights like Barry Manila, where a guy like Danny Jacobs fights like, like, fucking Jodeci. and smooth. He fights like I don't even know any of Barry Manila songs, but he fights like that. So I thought a guy like Robert Garcia would come in. And teach him some good, solid boxing fundamentals. Show him how to fight. Make that a good fight. Fight on the inside. Throw body shots. A guy like Usyk is—it's like every every boxing person knows this. Pressure busts pipes. Someone like Usyk, that's really cute. That pop shot move. Come in, throw a few combinations. One, two, three. Out, in, out. Kind of like Floyd Mayweather, but not really even like Floyd Mayweather. More just smooth. He's smooth. Usyk's super smooth. See see the guy dance? He's smooth. He's smooth. So a guy like that, where they're silky smooth. They're like water. Where they, they just flow. Right? But then you got a guy like Joshua, where he is really heavy, solid. 
So a guy like Robert Garcia, show him some fundamentals, get him coming forward, fighting like the GOAT, Brandon Rios, with a little more head movement. Because he's not on the level of, I mean, let's just be honest, he's not at the same level as Brandon Rios. But with some head movement, some uh, upper body movement, some footwork, side-to-side movement, cutting off the ring, body shots. I mean, he was doing that, jabs, jabs, jabs. That's the thing with Robert Garcia, the jab is so important in boxing. A lot of these guys don't see it. Floyd Mayweather, always popping the jab. Usyk, all these guys, they're so good because they're always popping the jab. Always popping the jab. Even Golovkin. Golovkin, just a phenomenal jab. Joshua just refused to use the jab in that fight. When he did use it, anytime he used the jab in that fight against Usyk, he looked really good. And then he stopped using it. And throwing body punches. But then he would stop. He, I mean, he, would, he just needed to keep going. He should have taken three fights before he took that Usyk fight. Like Marcos Maidana, give him a couple give him a couple nobodies to fight. Give him a give Anthony Joshua a Derek Chisora fight. Give Anthony Joshua a Hellenius fight. Give him a fight against I don't know. Have him fight one of those Bosnian guys. Uh I don't remember I don't even remember their names. The one dude that was making that was making out with the ring girl. He got in trouble for it. That guy. Fight make him fight that guy. You know, give him a couple of fights like that before you put him in against Usyk. No, they put him in immediately. I mean, he got it was a good fight until he he got rocked in the I think it was eighth or ninth round. It was a good fight. But now, what are they saying? Robert Garcia's fought. Robert Garcia did his best. Anthony Joshua, what he needs to do is stay in there with Robert Garcia. Like Robert Garcia said, he needs to go out to Oxnard, train with those little guys, train side by side with the little Saul Rodriguez guys with Hector Tanahara. I don't know if he's, if he's you know, still fighting. Bam Rodriguez, all these little hungry, strong Mexican dudes, they're just trying to, like, they're just hustling, just hustling, trying to make it, just trying to make it in this boxing world. Be against that. It's like when Rocky, when he was fighting Clubber Lang, and uh, and they and they took him to the hood. To, uh, I don't know, I haven't watched the movie in a while, but I think they took him out to Philly. You know, same thing. Take him out to Oxnard. Get him some Gen, KBBQ. Take him to Gen BBQ, KBBQ. Get some meat in him, you know? He needs that. Because I mean, just being out there by himself, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to help. But it is what it is. Heavyweight division right now in boxing. And the thing is, man, there's no one. You have Tyson Fury. But Tyson Fury is like, he's he's just doing it, I'm fairly certain, because of there's probably someone out there that's like, hey, man, like you can't leave. If you leave... This sport is not in a good spot. Who's out there? There's no personalities. Again, I, I spoke about this at the beginning. Uh, Canelo's, I mean, he's very handsome, right? Everyone knows that. He's very handsome. But is he a personality? Is he a pretty boy Floyd? Is he a money Mayweather? No. No, he is not. That, he is not. Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia again, very handsome. He throws very good punches and he's very handsome. Is he a personality? No, he's not a personality. Gervonta Davis? He ain't moving the needle. He can barely... I mean, again, Gervonta, don't beat me up if you ever see me on a fight, but, I mean, the guy can't talk. He sounds like Young Thug. He sounds like Young Thug. Now that Young Thug, I mean, R.I.P. Young Thug. I mean, Stash, not R.I.P. He's not dead. But, I mean, yeah, free the homie Young Thug. Um, but 
I mean, that's Javante Davis. He can't talk. Who else is there? Tyson Fury. He's the only guy. Anthony Joshua. I don't even want to talk about it about Anthony Joshua. I felt so bad after that loss. He completely broke down. Poor Robert Garcia. Robert probably thought he was going to get his ass kicked. Little guy. Poor little guy. <laughs> Robert Garcia, he, he said, fuck this. <laughs> he was not. He was nowhere to be found after that fight. He was there a little bit. He, and he said, fuck this. I don't know. I'm trying to get my ass kicked. I'm trying, I'm trying to make a couple of money. I'm not trying to get my ass kicked. But who other than that? Anthony Joshua. Usyk. I mean, Usyk is a cool guy. But Usyk is Ukrainian. He can't speak English. Who else? Who else? T- Deontay Wilder? Bob Squad? Come on. Fury whooped him. Whooped him. Who else? Personalities. No one. No one to carry the sport. No one like Pretty Boy Floyd. There's no one out there like... I mean, Manny Pacquiao was an icon to the Filipino community where people loved him. People traveled from the streets of Manila from every single one of those 17, every single one of those 7,000 Filipino islands. People were coming here to watch him fight. Ricky Hatton. There's only one Ricky Hatton. Juan Manuel Marquez. Everyone hated him. I think that's a bad example, but he was so good. He was just, I mean, people didn't really like him. I love him. He's one of my favorite counter counter-punching boxers of all time. Everything, how he fights is just perfect. It's beautiful. Miguel Cotto, where people loved them. Loved them. There's no one like that. Ryan Garcia? Man, that Ryan Garcia-Gervantidea's fight, I don't know how that's going to go. I'm excited for it, though. But how is that fight going to go? Ryan Garcia has not fought anyone close to that level. At all. At all. Who was his last fight against? I don't remember. Was it against Javier Fortuna? I might be lying. I don't remember. Look, if you it's one of those things. Look, if you don't remember who the guy fought, then it doesn't really matter. You're not telling me he fought he didn't fight a he didn't fight uh, a Haney. He didn't fight even the guy that Haney fought, that Australian guy that got his ass kicked, lost me money, bet on him, lost me money. Hate that guy. He didn't fight one of those. He didn't fight Lomachenko. He didn't fight. He didn't fight a Jojo Diaz. He didn't fight. Shit. He didn't fight a Gamboa. He didn't fight a uh, Cruz, Orlando Cruz. Was Orlando Cruz the gay guy? No. Isaac Cruz. He didn't fight Isaac Cruz. He didn't fight Isaac Cruz. Pitbull. He didn't fight him. Who did he fight? He fought nobody. Maybe he fought somebody of a name, but he didn't fight anybody of any skill. Javante Davis. I mean, he destroyed Rolly. Me, Rolly looked bad. I thought, eh, I mean, it was okay. I mean, he knocked him out bad, but I mean, it was a short fight. Could Rolly kept going? I don't remember. But Trevante Davis, I mean, who was he fought? Isaac Cruz. Isaac Cruz is a very tough, strong guy. He made him look really bad. Beat his ass. I don't have his resume in front of me. Again, I did not prepare for this at all. I put the mic down, started talking. 40 minutes now. But who have who has Ryan fought? Ryan got dropped by that little British guy. Josh Taylor? No, that wasn't Josh Taylor. I don't remember his name. But he lost to that British guy. He didn't lose to that British guy. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. That is wrong. Okay, I will correct myself. I will self-correct myself. He ended up knocking him out. I was actually in Cabo while that fight was going on fighting demons. I was literally... I had gone like four days, day, night drinking... 
I was in my bed with the shakes watching Ryan Garcia fight in Cabo. He won, man. He won. Very good. He got knocked down, got up, won. Does he win against Tank Davis? I think not. I think Tank Davis is too strong, too aggressive. Tank Davis is, uh, he's brain dead. He has no emotion. He just goes. He just goes. No fear. He is a pit bull. He is a mini Mike Tyson. He's a dog. He's got that dog in him. The thing with Tank Davis is is he has that similar problem that Canelo has, is that they can be they can be put on the back step on the back foot and made not to throw punches, because if Tank doesn't throw enough punches, it can go bad for Tank. Ryan Garcia has a very ever since Ryan Garcia moved over to Joe Goosen, he's looked much much better. Joe Goosen is an all time great trainer. Joe Goosen, if he sticks with Joe Goosen, that's a that's a great move. Joe Goosen is phenomenal, phenomenal trainer. He'll teach. He'll teach. He will come up with the best game plan for Ryan Garcia to beat Gervonta Davis. Is Ryan Garcia experienced enough? Is he mentally strong enough to go forward with that plan? Be disciplined with that plan. Be aggressive with that plan. Go into deep waters with a Gervonta Davis. I don't know. Can Gervonta Davis do that? I think so. I think Gervonta Davis doesn't even know where he is half the time. So I think he'll just go in there and just be Tank Davis. Throw massive punches to the body, to the head. But that's the thing with guys like that is they can be outboxed. I believe he can be outboxed. Roley kind of showed he can be outboxed. Roley isn't anywhere near the level of skill that Ryan Garcia is. But again, are we are we hyping up Ryan Garcia a little too much? Who's Ryan Garcia fought? Who's he beat? That British guy? I don't even know his name. I don't even know his name. Maybe you have someone out there who knows his name. If you know his name, I don't know. Uh, this is episode zero, so you can't find me anywhere. <laughs> but if you know his name, figure it out and just like yell. Maybe I'll remember it. But he beat that little British guy. That's it. That's the only thing he done. Who else? No one. So, is this a really gonna? Is this gonna be a really good fight, or is this kind of gonna be a dud? Is it gonna be one of those fights where it's the promotion is better than the actual fight? I think so. Is it gonna end in a knockout? I think not. I think Ryan gets hurt a couple times, holds on, slow fight, jabs his way out of a lot of things, holds for a lot. I think the only way this fight could end in a knockout would be by the hands of Tank Davis to Ryan Garcia. I can't imagine Ryan Garcia knocking out Tank Davis. Tank Davis is brain dead. He has nothing going on in his brain. He'll take a punch. Ryan Garcia, we've seen him get knocked down, but he did get back up. He didn't look a little wobbly, though. That little British guy put him down. All five, five of them. Maybe bigger than that. I don't remember. Maybe. But it'll be interesting to see. Is it going to live up to the hype? We shall see. Will I be there? I don't know. Depends on how good this podcast goes. If this podcast starts doing really well, then yeah, I'll be there. Front row. Next to Dave Chappelle. Next to Dave Chappelle and Canelo. Canelo's wife. 
respectfully. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. This has been the first episode of the Slip and Hook Slip and Hook podcast with the Prince JG. If you liked it, comment, like, subscribe, reshare, repost. Um, I'll figure out TikTok. This is episode zero, so I don't really have to worry about all that. I'll figure it out. You know, this is episode zero. I'm literally sitting here with Gatorade Zero, an empty Canada Dry, zero sugar uh, drink because I am on a diet. I weigh 230 pounds. I'm trying to get down to 170. You know, sitting here with a notepad. I haven't taken any notes. You know? We're going to get there, though. What's my goal for this podcast? I don't know. To be the best. Literally, okay, this is how I'm going to end this. This is my goal for this podcast. There's no one out there doing podcasting right. I believe that my personality, with my ability to talk, my ability to make jokes, with my ability to tell everybody the facts of the sport of boxing from a perspective that people haven't seen before. You got people on here that are the people. So this is the the spectrum of the people on YouTube that are doing boxing reporting. Guys that are like 80 years old. The, the, the guys on, on ESPN, that guy with the beard, the ugly guy, and Brian Campbell, those guys. And then you got the other guys that are the YouTube boxing guys. Like, oh, Jake Paul against freaking the YouTuber that sticks rockets up his butt. They had a face-off. Like those guys? Or me? I'm straight up, guys. I'm going to tell it how it is, how I think. No filter, no notes, no preparation, no box rec. I don't know half of the things I'm talking about. But I. But this is what you should know. Is that I'm giving it to you from my heart, from my brain, out my mouth, into the speaker, to your ears. Love you all. Like, subscribe, comment. I'm coming for everybody. I will single-handedly bring back the sport of boxing. If it's by getting in the ring myself, being the personality that this sport needs, bringing the heat. And I'm not talking about personalities and all these little entertainers, these little YouTube boxers. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, Jake Paul's good. I like him. He hasn't found anybody. Get him in there with a. Get him in there with a Isaac Cruz. Isaac Cruz doesn't care. Get him in there with Brandon Reels. Get him in there. Brandon Reels will whoop his ass right now. Get him in there with a Chavez Jr. Chavez Jr. is probably on a thirty-day coke binge right now. Although I've heard reports from my sources, close sources. That he is in rehabilitation. So I wish him the best of luck. My guy. He's my guy. Him and Brandon Rios are my guys. Don't slander them. Ever. In anything. Ever. If you slander them, I will be upset. And I'll call you out on the next podcast. But that's who Jake Paul needs to fight. Jake Paul needs to fight. And I was going to end this podcast 10 minutes ago. But then I just remembered about Jake Paul. And this is my want and hope for them to fight. Is I want Chavez Jr. Jake Paul to fight. Jake Paul Chavez Jr. Put in Omar too. Omar, put Omar Chavez in there. Omar hasn't fought in 10 years. Omar hasn't won a fight in 10 years. 
Chavez Jr. just lost to Anderson Silva. But I promise you, Chavez Jr. will get on the juice, orange juice. He will get on the cornflakes. He'll go on Café de Olla, all that, all that shit. He'll get on all of it, and he'll go in there, and he'll do his best. He probably gets his ass kicked, but at the end of the day, he went in there, gave it his all, like I'm going to do on this podcast, giving it to, me, to you raw, giving you my all, like Chavez Jr. does every day of his life, how he's done every day of his life. That's what I'm going to give to you guys. I'm going to give you my version of a Chavez Jr. performance every single time I jump on this mic. And I will single-handedly bring back the sport of boxing. This is Prince JG with a Slip and Hug podcast. Thank you. Like, subscribe, comment, repost, reshare, all that shit. Stuff, all that stuff. I don't curse. God bless you and have a good night.